0: Ah, what a win, Artorius. The punters are cheering. The money went on. He was smashed in betting into $2.10. It was an Ollie special. His second win in the Guineas, 31 years apart, and for Godolphin, their first win in the major. That has made Animo a stallion of the future. Let's hear from Sean Keogh on Racing.com
1: after the race. delivered today. Yeah, he's just such a wonderful animal, um, such a rare animal, and you know the expectations on the horse from from day dot has always been there, and that adds the pressure. Jason, and you know he's he's delivered in his two-year-old year. He was a Group One winner, and then to return that to the highest level as as a three-year-old colt is just unbelievable.
2: And it hasn't been easy, has it? We we saw him brilliant winning as a two-year-old, and then he decided. You know, James decided to tip him out. He came back. You've had your issues getting him
1: right this preparation, but boy g, in the end, he's done the rest. Oh look, this this was certainly a, a you know a grand final target, as you could say. Um, he always seemed in the mould of a horse that would relish a mile, and, and and had a classic type about him, at, you know. And um, you know the guys targeted a fair way out, you know. Even even as a two-year-old, they, they, he was always that type of horse, and you know all that went into it. And, and to produce him on the day with an effort like that was just outstanding from the team. In Sydney and and, and, and all around Australia, all all these guys and you know the Goodolphin team we're watching today, and they're very proud of this horse. Now that the race
2: is over, can you give us an insight into the tactics? What did you and James and Ollie speak about the
1: tactics going into today? Yes, look, James would have assessed the race, you know, from acceptances and, and all the way through. We had a couple of scratchings, so we didn't see the final field until today, and you know, we always just had faith in the in the quality and the talent of the horse we didn't want to change anything he'd been doing in the past you know we'd seen from when he broke his maiden um in the merson cooper was very much in the mold of his father his uh sire street boss and um and that quality that he possesses from the mayor also so you know james and 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 damien would have had a talk about that but essentially just let the horse do his thing and, and and we thought he'd be capable on the day and and it played out nicely
2: first, second and third. We're all group one winners as two-year-olds. He's come back and won as a group uh, one winner now as a three-year-old. He was brilliant today. Congratulations to you and the team.
1: Thank you, Jason, and and, and it's wonderful. Thank you.
0: And bring on the Cox Plate now for Animo. Uh, It was a beautiful ride by Damien Oliver. Looking forward to hearing from him. 31 years since he won the other... Corfield Guineas on Centro in 1990. Great run, Captiva. Back to form. Beautiful ride, Luke Curry, and uh, A great ride on Artorias from Damian Lane, who weaved through, cut the corner. I thought he was going to win at the 200. I just wonder whether he ran a strong 1600 right out, Anima, uh, Artorias. Uh, lightsabers run well. Hitotsu ran well. And I thought, from a derby point of view, forgot you also ran well, Sharky.
3: Yeah, they both did. Both of the, uh, the Aussie care crew-owned horses ran well for longer races but ah oh, look Damien Oliver he just keeps keeping on doesn't he and he gets another guineas on a horse who look the market told us the best horse in the race was the way that they all wanted to be all the all the big punters all the pros Matty that late money was just endless for Animo you know they were right by a head long head maybe yep. Is That's he, all they had
4: to be. there. Is Ollie. I know his record in Sydney's not the same as his record in Melbourne, but is is he the greatest ever Australian jockey?
0: Well, he's 123 Group One wins now. He is uh, hot on the heels of George Moore, who has 126 Group One wins. He may become the most successful jockey in the history of Australian racing by the end of this spring carnival. I'll bring in Dwayne Dunn now and Dean Lester. Dwayne, to you firstly. A uh, lovely ollie ride there on Animo.
5: Yeah, it certainly was. Just as we sort of thought that race would unfold. But the horse looked lost to me. I reckon he looked like he needed to set a set of blinkers on. He didn't sort of travel up the way that I expected him to. And, yeah, he seemed to be a little bit lost back at Caulfield. He's been around there before. But, um, yeah, he seemed a little bit lost today. It's pretty hard to go and, and put blinkers on him into a Cox plate, but um, I thought it was just a great... You know, he, he was... The, the cream rises to the top, and the top three horses over line, Group 1 winners at two-year-olds. Um, they, they just stand up week in, week out, their horses, so just fantastic effort.
0: Damien Oliver's just weighing in now. We'll, we'll stay with this because we... We want to hear from Ollie. He doesn't show much emotion, but he may well uh, be pretty emotional and pumped about this because to win a, a major for the Blue Army uh, and 31 years, he's he's had a lot of bad luck in uh, the Guineas. He's finally won his second today. Here he is on racing.com.
6: Yeah, it's a long time between drinks, isn't it? But uh, you know, it took a really, you know, a top-class cult to to do it. He's, he's shown us so much from day one, this horse. He's just a magnificent specimen of a horse. And uh, when I got on him today, first time for a little while, I could see, you know, he's, he's grown into a beautiful horse. We thought he would. And, you know, he's still, um, we had a nice run, sort of three wide with cover, but he, he never really took me into the race. I was sort of just at him to switch him on. And even when he got to the front, he, he sort of felt like he pricked his ears. So... You know, he's a magnificent horse. I think he's like a lot of good horses. He knows he's good. He pricks his ears for the camera. And uh, it's a great thrill to to win a big race for Godolph. And, um, you know, they've been great supporters over the last sort of 12 months. And uh, great team behind them with Reg and Sean down here in Melbourne. And, and James is, um, you know... Certainly give us a lot of support down here as well, so I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, the Cummings family's been so good to you, haven't they? That's where it all started
2: with Bart such a long, long time ago.
6: Yeah, that's right. I rode my first Group 1 winner for his grandfather, Bart, here um, on Submariner in the Rupert Clark. So I've ridden Group 1s for his father, Anthony, and, and now James as well. So it's, um, it's good, to keep, good to do it for three generations. You are a marvel, mate. That, that wide barrier, what were you thinking going into the race, uh, and did it pan out the way you thought? Um, it probably panned out the way I hoped it was going to. You know, I was, if, I was hopeful if I could find the back of Cap he, he was a, He's a good horse and he could, he could take me into the race three wide with cover. And, uh, but, you know, it doesn't always work out the way you want it. And, um, but it, it did today. And, uh, you know, he, he, he's a nice momentum building horse. And, uh, you know, he was, he was able to unleash a good finish down the outside. Well, there's no chance you could ride him, but
2: does he give you a feel of a 2000 metre horse in a Cox plate with a lightweight?
6: Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it beyond him. He's a, he's a, he's a, He's a big, strong colt and, um, you know, he's, uh, he relaxes well, um, but I'm sure that the team will have a big discussion about that. He's, um, he's certainly got the right temperament for it um, and, and and he's a lovely, lovely horse. So we'll we'll see, see what happens.
2: An incredible win, mate. Congratulations. Uh, Group one, one, two, three. It's just brilliant. (laughs) Thanks very much.
4: The fact that he rode for James Cummings' grandfather tells us about the longevity of yeah, Danny Oliver's career. does it? Yeah. I, I just want to put it to Dean and Dwayne. I know it's a very obvious question in the heat of the moment and probably need a bit of dust to settle, and he's, he's going to chase down George Moore. That's probably his, one of his motivations. Dean, I'll go to you and then Dwayne. Is, is Ollie the greatest Australian jockey of all time?
3: Oh, he's got, uh, he's got the longevity. He's got the runs on the board, and he's getting the group ones uh, towards that record. So, uh, of course... Uh, he's in that conversation. You know, had he, you know, uh, a jockey like Roy Higgins couldn't ride under 54 kilos, so he was, uh, when the minimums were 48 kilos, so he was, you know, a, a freak. Uh, Mick Dittman didn't quite have the longevity, but, you know, was a great jockey. So, you know, but uh, Damien's uh, well and truly in the conversation.
4: Dwayne, is he the greatest two-pronger? Two is he the greatest jockey you've ridden against? And does he nearly become the greatest of all time?
5: Well, I reckon he's only in the first third of his career. I reckon he's still got two thirds to go. He's not retiring anytime soon. I know. Benjamin uh, Buck. The Botox is working beautifully. Have a look at him. He's still got it. Um, yeah, I don't think you'll see Damien Oliver putting up the white flag and hanging the boots up anytime soon. But I uh, just, for him to do it for so long, come out of Perth, uh, the pressure, he just stood up to the plate every time. And, uh, you know, it's a big record to get near, but gee, he's done a fantastic
4: job. Is he as good at 20, 30, 40, 50? Like, is, is, is there no change in his level, even though he's now my age? You and Dean's right?
3: age? Poor, poor, poor man. <laughs>
4: Gee, talk about a comparison. Jeez.
0: Wow, that
4: is a frightening
0: comparison. Jeez. That is
3: actually.
4: He's, he's, I'm surprised he's riding. He should have retired. Well, <laughs> well you know, I mean, I'm, I, I'm a good swimmer, Dwayne. I've still got something. <laughs> cool. But is, is Ollie. like... There was a trend, you know, the Nick Ryan, Blake Shin era. There was a real trend for jockeys under the age of twenty five. But Ollie's now fifty one or fifty two. Forty nine. He's forty nine. just okay. keeps doing it. But is he? I, I, is, is that is that one of the most remarkable things about him, Dwayne? Is that he's a little bit ageless. He's still got it as same as he did as he did fifteen years ago.
5: Absolutely. I I know how old he is because I always uh, I like to know that he's older than I was out there, so I wasn't the fossil <laughs> in the room. Um, but he. He's just been able to do it, and uh, you know, it's it's the old adage of you know work smarter, not harder. And um, Damien's been able to do that. His record speaks for itself. But he he just seems to be able to find the right stables. You know, he used to be Mick Kent's sort of uh, um, Mick Price's go-to man. Well, he hasn't been like that lately. So now, you know, he's jumped into the Godolphin camp and he's stepped up to the plate, like Adam you know animo is out of animato who I, I was fortunate enough i used to ride her and she used to be placed second fiddle to miss finland and every time they had a track gallop together she would give miss finland a touch-up but when it became race day it was just reverse the roles were were reversed so um there's no reason why this horse couldn't even go on to a derby if they wanted to and um, I thought he was lost today, and Damien reiterated that. He said that the horse didn't travel up the way he thought he would, and even when he got there, he pricked his ears. So that, that tells me he's still got plenty of improvement, and uh, that'd be crazy not to take on a cox plate.
0: Yeah, it's not too far away from the Hamilton Cup, but, uh, I, uh, Dean, there are a lot of good runs behind the winner as well.
3: There certainly were. Ultimately, the three horses that had won at Group 1 level ran 1, 2, and 3. Um, Hatotsu ran very well. Light Sabre ran bravely. pre determined was terrific. Forgot you uh, might be more... You know, he might be more on the derby path. I like the way he closed off. It was a very fast guineas, they ran 135. So uh, in comparison to some of the races today, even though they've been run at good speeds, that was as high a pressure as they've had all day
0: and uh, the Turek's the next group one. Uh, Dean, are you still confident on Thunderstruck?
3: Although you like the Ruffy Embolism. No, nah, I'm with Embolism. I just think he's a progressive horse, and uh, I just like this. I, I thought his first up run gives him a really great platform to just land. Fifth, sixth here. He might know exactly where I'm Thunderstruck is in the run, and uh, I think he's got a great winning chance at a, at a good price.
0: And, Dwayne, who are you with in the Giddies again?
5: In in the Turek? Um, oh, sorry, in the Turek, sorry. I'm thunderstruck. I think uh, I've been on his bandwagon, but he's going to have some traffic issues. And, uh, yeah, he's got to get through from the uh, 600 to the 400 with clean air.